But yeah, so you're a powerlifter, right? By uh by trade right now. Okay. How did you get into that yeah, originally? You yeah, I started lifting at the end of college in 2013. Okay. I got out of a rough relationship, gained some okay. weight, too much takeout, wanted to lose some weight. And somebody taught me how to squat and I just took it off from there. As far as, as far as like other modes of exercise go, that's the, had you done any other ones before you kind of fell in love with the squatting and everything? I did. I had been running. I yeah. hate to say it because it's, you know, not a powerlifting thing. It's true. Yeah, no, but it's, it running's the, the go-to. Yeah. It is. You know, it's what people know to lose weight. I tried rugby for a semester. Definitely oh, no wasn't way. it for me, but it was fun. Yeah. I did. I did rugby. It was like a rugby club where I'm at. And it was so funny. The first time I did it, it was like the, you realize how bizarre the rules are. And I'm sure you kind of ran into that when you were like, when you're doing it, you're like, this is the weirdest set of rules right. i've ever seen in a game because they're like the weird names the offsides or whatever it is but to your point it just it was like it was a lot like it was people were talking about getting injured in practice so i was like that's nice that's good yeah you know i i tweaked my lower back once and i said i don't think this is for me yeah well that's cool yeah. it, it's yeah. it's it's good to know and when you took it from there did you start, I guess you started kind of venturing past squatting. You went into the other like big lifts after that. You just started experimenting with everything. That's right. Yeah. The the guy I was dating at the time taught me how to squat. And then a couple of my buddies from various <laughs> at, least he, at least he left you with something, you know. It's a, like, he did, you know, I'll forever thank him. Thanks, Bob. There you Good go. Day. You're like, at least you taught me how to squat. Thank That's you. That's the biggest takeaway from any relationship. <laughs> That's right. Aside from my four-year-old. Not can't. a complete waste. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. It's a it have you seen fitness change nowadays from when you started doing this from where it is now? It's a lot popular or more popular now, do you think? Yeah, I was kind of an outlier um as okay. a female into powerlifting back then. And it really has taken off. It's it's not yeah. uncommon for women to compete anymore, which is great, but the, the competition is much more steeper. Did now. you find whenever you started it? When you say it was uncommon, did you see that literally just in the gym atmosphere, like when you were working in the gym and even I'd imagine in competition too, like obviously. Yeah, there was one token woman in my whole college token, who had actually competed. She's great. She's the um, one. She yeah. the, the one. The one. And then, you know, there were maybe three or four of us women in the gym and we all became friends in the weight room because we had that in common. You had that that specific skill set. Yeah. Geez, that's amazing. And and correct me if I'm wrong. I may, I realized I may have butchered it in the beginning. Are you, is it like, are you an Olympic weightlifter or are you a powerlifter? Powerlifter. So okay, squat, okay. deadlift. Yeah. Gotcha. Cause it's funny. It, it's, I, I don't even know why it didn't occur to me, but over like some of the other, other interviews, it, it, I did realize I was like putting the two together and I'm like, Oh, they're two different things. Like I'm butchering it, you know? Yeah. Very different. Actually, weightlifting is harder from a technical standpoint than powerlifting. Because it's it's snatched too, right? It's yeah, snatched. So many different parts to each movement. Okay. Whereas powerlifting, you know, squat is come down and come back up. Bench is press the bar up your chest. Yeah. You know, snatch and I don't know. I don't know weightlifting that well, but I know it's but it's it is more, yeah, but I understand the uh the more it's in, more intimidating because it looks like you just injure yourself on like the drop of a hat, you know. If you try the snatch and you just screw it up, it's like, uh oh, there we go, you know. Yep. 
Yep, yeah, exactly. Not Are you preparing for a competition right now? Are you getting ready for anything? I just came back from USAPL Nationals. You caught me yeah. in Vegas. Holy yeah. cow. Oh, that's right. You just said off. you were coming from Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming off the biggest platform of my career so far. No way. Yeah. Yeah. It was. What, it was how'd great. you do? I did great. Um, I went eight for nine, which means I only missed one attempt. I missed my last squat. That's put amazing. up a good total, set some personal records, handled the pressure really well. So that's all I can ask for for my first time. It brings to mind like a, an interesting question. I've never asked anybody this, but whenever, whenever you come off a high like that after mm-hmm. competition, uh, do you, how do you continue to progress knowing that the gains are going to be kind of minimal after that point? Or, or at least I would think they are. If you're elite and you're at that level, I'd imagine you're already seasoned. You're already good at it. So you're kind of, you're going for these little like minute changes maybe in weight or form. So how do you, how do you progress toward that? Is it just simple changes in programming after, after you? Yeah. Programming is key, but uh, you know, there are many different ways to drive strength through programming. But for me, the week right after the meet, it's actually taking a complete break from barbells altogether resetting mentally like decompressing from the stress of the whole prep yeah. and then get my mind right into the beat the building season um it's it's, it, it's mentally draining sometimes it's also not taught too much like like the whole concept of, of relaxation and just taking a break you know i i don't think so just given social media presence you know everybody's yeah. trying to sell a plan so it's more like you know, do this plan, continue down this plan and you, you too can look shredded, you know, actually yeah. the, the, you know, my coach and I just got into it a little bit today because oh, really? was, yeah, you <laughs> we're, okay. Close, we're okay. Yeah, but you know, no, it's I... job to tell me if I'm about to do something stupid. So I was about, you know, I've been looking into jujitsu a little bit as nice. I, like, I was like, Oh, I need something in the off season to like re inject some fun. But we yeah. had a long conversation about the injury risk and where I want my lifting career to go. So, you know, it can be really hard. And like his, to his point, picking up a new sport right now, coming off of that intense prep is not going to help me relax. And he's right. (laughs) It is true. Yeah. (laughs) Logic, logic would tell me. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, I really wanted it. (laughs) But like, um, sorry, like right as I was about to ask a question, I got like phlegm in my mouth. It was like, you know, no, but, um, no, I tried like, jiu-jitsu is fun too like it it really it's quite it's a good choice are are you keeping your eye out for any other like activities you kind of want to do honestly i i really want to start doing yoga again for a long time i was doing classes once a week um not for this prep for nationals i i cut out the yoga way earlier because we were my training intensity was way up and i just didn't have time but for a while i was doing classes once a week just a regular flow class And then, you know, when there's four weeks left, I switch to restorative yoga that's less demanding on the body. And I think I really need to get back into that for the mental and physical benefits. It's just kind of a break that's built into my schedule. What What's the difference between the restorative yoga? I guess just easier postures, more stretching? It is a little bit of meditation. Okay. A little more focus on just feeling good. Yeah. And relaxing into poses, whereas vinyasa or flow is oh, is that intense, like a little bit more strength based. Yeah. It can be as intense as you want it to be, but it's harder on the body for sure. The um 
do you guys have a, do you, do you do hot works at all? Like, do you guys have access to um, any hot works facilities? I don't know. Okay. They're like, it's like a, it started. So it started where I'm at, but it's like, a, um, it's, it's yoga. It's, it's got its basis in like the hot yoga, the vinyasa and stuff like that. Right. And it's, it's cardio in like a sauna and like a hot box. Yeah. So it's, but you know, it's definitely when you, when you hear them talk about it, it certainly sounds like snake oil. Cause you know, they got to put the marketing into it, but it, you feel so good. And it kind of like it, it, when you said restorative yoga, I'd imagine that's, you know, you get this like rush of kind of like calm winding yeah. down. But I always skipped the meditation because I was always like, you know, stupid, like, oh, stupid. I get to sit here and meditate. Fuck that, you know, but. How uh, dare I? No, I don't want to be in my own brain for. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm to, pe to people who can do it. I, that's amazing. I, I need to work harder at it. So. Yeah, you and me both. It's not my favorite part. I'm more into the physical benefits of the yoga. But, you know, how sometimes. Do you, how do you meditate? Like, what do you what do you do to get or like feel like you're actually doing it? For me, it's just deep breaths and just okay. observing my body. And sometimes it's a matter of observing that I'm having a hard time relaxing my, my brain. You know, it, it, it's not so much like quieting your brain as it, as it is thinking to yourself, like, wow, I'm really distracted and just kind of accepting that. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I think somebody said something similar, like meditation isn't isn't what you think it is. It's not like letting your mind go blank because that's impossible. You can't right, let your mind right. go blank. It's yeah. more It's more like intense focus on how you're feeling now, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And that changed the game for me because I have a very busy mind. Yeah. So don't we all? But What do you do outside of powerlifting, like career-wise? I'm a lab manager in an infectious disease lab actually. So you've had a lot to do with like COVID and stuff, I guess. Dealt yeah. We, you know, my okay. group has done work on COVID Ebola. Yeah. I'm not sure how much I could talk about that, but scary stuff. <laughs> Cause I don't know if you've heard, but there were, you, you know, it was a thing that <laughs> from what I remember a couple of years ago, it was like some small little virus, something, you know, it was, it's nothing. Yeah. No, right. but yeah, yeah. It, it's well, interesting. That's, that's interesting stuff. Jeez. Yeah, you know what? COVID, uh, COVID got me into lab management after being home with my son. So I can think, you know, I hate to say it, but thank the pandemic for opening some doors for me career-wise. A lot of people it's have said that though, just with, you know, yeah. it at least gave them time to sort of spend, you know, and figure things out. Exactly. Right. Where do you see yeah. yourself going? Like, uh, what's the know. next competition after this for you? Um, after having a taste of the national stage, that's where I want to be. You're going to stick so, with that. I don't know if you're familiar with the Arnold Sports Festival. They have a whole I bunch am. of events. So I think I qualified for that. Okay. So there. Waiting for that news. But if so, I'll be there in March. And then I'll be at nationals next year in June. <laughs> and what's the, like when you say qualify, do you have to get in like the top three or top five to qualify? So there's something called a dot scored powerlifting okay. it, it takes into account how much you lifted what your body weight is what your age is yeah whether you're a man or a woman it's a complicated math yeah know, it's funny you just asked you like are you familiar with the arnold sports complex and i said yes and then i asked you so tell me about the arnold sports complex so you, you know, <laughs> well you know who uh, arnold is so that's a good start uh, yeah exactly at least yeah. that you know <laughs> yeah so you know awesome you have if you got on a fitness podcast and i didn't know who arnold Schwartz. they're like who's who's he 
Hey, I still talk to you. Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, I would say the same. But yeah, they should be like, mm, I don't know if he's on a fitness podcast. We'll he lied yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. What gym, what gym do you do your training at? Like, where are you right now, gym-wise? I'm at um, Boston Barbell in Billerica, Mass. It's a very new gym. We have a lot of powerlifters here. We're coming up. Good marketing. Great environment to train. Really Boston, top equipment. Is Boston in particular pretty heavy on, like, the uh, sports complexes and stuff like that? Because I know there's a uh, Cressy sports performance in Boston. Right. You know, like to baseball. be honest with you... Yeah, I'm obviously that's not my world, but I've heard <laughs> Don't <of> do that. <laughs> right. But to be honest with you, this is really the only solid powerlifting gym I found in my immediate area. There are others in mass and there's a really good one in New Hampshire, but this was the one for me distance wise. From, from so going to Vegas, like, I don't even know if, if you could speak to this, but like, do you see a difference in culture i guess going from boston to maybe vegas was there anything different that you noticed i know you kind of you just went to the competition so but did you notice anything as far as like who you know the people you're around here as a going there and kind of being around more of like the elite and stuff not to say you're not around (laughs) like no the people i work out with they suck (laughs) (laughs) i can speak on the competitors and the people in vegas general um actually the most shocking thing was that it was very hard to navigate lyft and uber wait say it again it was hard to navigate lyft and uber rides it sounds oh no but like i get it because you get it's it's vegas i feel like i feel like you would just have a system yeah yeah my gosh um, no i i bet for sure so i you know i'm in the boston area so it's not like you can't just call an Uber and they'll come to you. There are designated pickup spots. And I lost a lot of money having to cancel no rides. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, it was it was tricky for everybody. That's an interesting thing. I would never because I, I I feel like that's the whole point of Uber is exactly. to to pick you up where, you know, because that's what they say they're gonna do. So naturally that's what I think they're gonna do. So it was yeah. geez, that that's awful. Well, what do you so with the, I guess when you're in the on season, when you pick up the on season, are you in the gym like twice a day doing this stuff? Is your schedule kind of it ramps up, I guess? I am in either four or five days a week, usually per my coach's programming. I had a cycle toward the end of this prep where it was five days a week. And okay. that's right on the edge of too much for me, just in terms of time spent at the gym with everything else I have going on. But, you know, when you, if you have to do it, you make it work. But um, is it is it sessions are a few hours long? Is that kind of like with, with your headspace? Because I mean, obviously, you got you know, you, you got a kid, you got a job, you got yeah, you're competing at you know, at the highest level, small things, you know, tiny little things, and yeah, yeah. but like, is that just the mentality you put yourself in? Like, I just have to do this, there's nothing, there's no hoops you jump through, it's just like a straightforward shot, just like doing it. Yes, that is very much what I have to do. You kind of embrace the suck. But my coach knows that five days a week is hard for me. So he will usually tell me, okay, you're on five days a week, but this is for how long? So it's finite. And I find that really comforting. I'm like, okay, I can do this for three weeks. And then we're back to four. So I just, I do my best. It is very exhausting. Oh, is it exhausting? Okay. (laughs) That was my next question. You just answered it for me. (laughs) No, no. But like, 
Yeah. Also, also too, with my, my question always, I always bring around like diet and stuff like that, you know, eating foods or whatever. But um, do you maintain a strict, are you even able to maintain a strict diet given what you're, what you're doing right now? I have had to be pretty strict this year because okay. USPL changed weight classes at the end of last year. So really? I'm in the 60 kilogram weight class and I was formerly in the 63 and I was perfect for that. Wow. Uh, only had to cut like three pounds to make weight. Then okay. the 60s happened. Oh my gosh. And then you had to sit there and so I'm trying Not to yet. do how many pounds? 132.3. Okay. But okay. So if it went from, so 63 kilograms and then drops to 60. So, okay. Yeah. So how so, many did you have to lose? Loaded question. So what happened was my I, boyfriend- you did the math for me and it like, there was a lag. So as you were talking, I was like, Oh, oh no. so, so, so what was the amount? But yeah. No. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> I will tell you the story. Um, my okay. boyfriend's a professional boxer locally, and he had a big fight last Thanksgiving Eve. Came home with a win and COVID. Oh. I got it from him. We were stuck inside the whole month of December. And my training went on complete pause. You know, it was, we were about to prep. Yeah, we were about to prep for a meet, but that training is still important in the off season. So my activity went to zero. We started drinking hot chocolate every night, which is totally my fault. Long story short, your girl gained weight. Yeah. Um, so I started the I started the prep for my meet in March at 147 pounds. Okay. And I needed to get to 132. Okay. So I had to pull out all the stops to make weight, including wow. like losing a genuine 10 pounds through cutting calories in the safest way possible while training heavily. And it but really has that. to be, it has to be like genuinely 10 pounds you can't just like lose a certain amount and then what like sweat it out you can't water cut 15 pounds (laughs) have you been in that situation where you have like crunch time and then you got to just like what because i my head goes to movies where it's like you know they got to get ready and they're like i gotta get on the bike coach you know yeah so i did have to do cardio a lot of it down the stretch but and we figured out at least for me i'm able to cut about seven pounds of water weight at the end of prep, but you know, I had to actually cut calories and like lose that body fat before we got to that point. How do you cut the water? Is it, is it just sweat or do you like diuretic or something? Any different ways to do it. Some people sweat it out. Okay. Toward the end. What we do is we load water. So I start drinking almost I, double my amount. I did that once. Yeah. Works. Yeah. It, it plays your hormones. And your body starts flushing water. So you have, you have something called aldosterone in your system and it's, it's related to water regulation. Yeah. So drinking more water, you know, it changes things. Basically it's a signal to your body to flush out water because you're taking in more. So yeah. you load, at least for me, I think it's six days prior to the meet. And then the night before I stopped drinking water very abruptly. Mm. there's a lag time between when you stop and when your body re-regulates the hormone levels interesting i hope no real scientists who study this are listening because i'm sure i don't have it exactly right but um that's my understanding of what happens well no the uh whenever i've like some bodybuilding books you know they'll, they'll break it down similar similarly like you know it's like a week before a show or something the the one i read about and i did it it was like a week before you do the water loading and and then it was like three days out they cut the water 
and then you start eating more carbs yeah to like suck in the water because you push yourself in the flushing so you eat more carbs after you cut off the it was it was more complicated and frankly it, yeah. it didn't seem like it worked that much so i feel like yours is maybe better because i guess you're just really right. you put yourself in that mode and then like the night before you just kind of cease yeah. it and keep peeing it out and, and simultaneously carbs went down for me too so i was at peak crankiness but you know it works I will say bodybuilding is harder though, because it's all about how you look. Whereas yeah, powerlifting, I just have to hop on the scale. And if I yeah. weigh the right weight, we're there. It doesn't matter how I look. So that's easier in a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, people would guess that you compete on stage. So I saw your Instagram. <laughs> I was like, she should. Do you feel like doing that? <laughs> I, I genuinely that prep in March, I, I looked like I was prepping for a show. Yeah. That's it's I, I was doing all the same things. It was crazy. Um yeah. It's not for me, at least not right now, but I've heard yes. that from a lot of people that I, I have the build for it, but you I know, feel like, I feel like it would be easier to go, I guess, to bodybuilding from where you are than for a bodybuilder to be a power lifter. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like spitballing and, and not, you know, just kind of like shooting down bodybuilders, but I, the way it seems because, you know, the, the way they work out is entirely different. You know, they definitely have to perform but it's it's right. the whole sculpting you know i think i think you're right to a point if you take somebody who is only trained for bodybuilding it's pretty likely they don't have the level of technical skill that yeah. is required for lifting heavy but it's, it can be learned you know but yeah. i as a power lifter don't have you know the mental grit to push through sets of 20 on something so it's just a different way of training <laughs> i feel well <laughs> uh, no, I definitely think you could. You're you probably you're too modest. You you could probably do it just fine. Oh yeah, no that. But uh, no, we'd be doing you know sets of twenty on like I'm sure you could do sets of twenty on like a curling machine. I'm sure you'd be fine, or just like one arm curls or something. Curls yeah, it's so I don't think it's as it's not like yeah. the cool looking moves. It's probably like the no. small little like dainty moves. <laughs> like I get to do twenty yeah. reps. Yeah. So no man, that's. But that's so as far as dieting goes, though, how many meals do you eat like during the day and everything? I love to eat. So I like to space it out like five or six times a day. Jeez. And meal prep, meal prep becomes more important when you're trying to make weight, obviously. But yeah, I'll have like I'll have breakfast. I'll have a mid-morning snack, lunch, pre-workout Mid snack, post-workout okay. and then dinner. So yeah, that's like the that's like the classic regimented like. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the diet you'd find in a bodybuilding book. Jeez. Oh. Exactly. Yeah, there there's a lot of overlap, especially okay. on the national stage. Like everybody was jacked and lean. It was a whole nother level of fitness. Obviously, like the best of the best lifters, but there is quite a bit of overlap. <laughs> we also look good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we compete on this level, we have to look great too. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? You know, you gotta. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Well, yeah. The the. The back and forth I hear about diets and everything, it it's always, you know, for, for anybody who listens to it, it always changes. I don't think it's ever the same. You know, I'd imagine it would make logical sense to do the meal prep, eat the five, six meals a day. But I think maybe I feel like there's so many other ways to do it nowadays. And but I'd be like you, I'd imagine it was just it's just easier to stick to the tried and true prep, eat the good foods, eat the clean stuff and go for it. 
Maybe yeah, you not, know what I say. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I was saying maybe not hot chocolate, but I mean, well, every now and again. There you go. <laughs> you know what it was? It was just every night. <laughs> <laughs> you just did it a lot. No, that's... <laughs> it was a weird time. It was a weird time. Did you, was it like homemade hot chocolate or was it like... Yeah. Okay. No, I made it from scratch. I'm big into baking and all of that. So I got into it and it was, it was, I don't really regret it. You know, I ended up making weight. It was painful. But my coach references the, the great hot chocolate phase whenever i stray how do you make the hot chocolate like what's your recipe Uh, offhand i can't tell you amounts but it's like any type of chocolate chip you want um what do you use though (laughs) Uh, okay so you use all right you go yeah yeah and and their cocoa powder some vanilla extract a little bit of salt some milk just all on the stove top it's way easier than you think okay um, you know, the whipped cream was cool. also, also, what do you make as far? So if you, if you're into ba- do you make special stuff like healthy foods for baking? Are you cooking like healthy type stuff or just, I no? go, no. I go all out of body stuff. <laughs> just, say, just say, yes, definitely. Oh, <laughs> no, you know, I, my brownies. No. I, years ago, I dabbled in baking with protein powder and it's just not good. Okay, maybe you can break that down for me. Well, it it, yeah. it never is, but like, never. is there, is there a way, is there a way to do it that's better for baking, or have you just not? It's like it's really not good. Given I was, I'm not as talented as some people out there. I know there are multiple. Accounts. I don't think it ever tastes good. I can't imagine there's more talented people because it's just <laughs> protein powder, you know. So it um it changes everything about the baking properties, no matter what you make. The texture, the you know, the temperature yeah. and I just find it not to be worth it. I'd rather build in room for sweets here and there. What do you what is your protein powder that you take in that you like? Optimum nutrition, mocha okay. cappuccino. If you've never again, had the uh, what was that? Uh, mocha cappuccino flavor. They have a mocha cappuccino oh, flavor. Yeah. Oh, come coffee. on. Wow. If you like All coffee, right. you gotta try it. It's actually a pleasant, pleasant experience. Yeah, I mean, it's like everyone knows Optimum, but man, I didn't know they had a mocha cappuccino. There's a lot of stuff it's on the there. list, and it's the best one. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, because everything I I think I I'd imagine with like inflation and everything with with prices going up, I feel like maybe formulas are changing. I don't know, and I'm not. This is it's a stupid. I'm like I'm probably just ignorant oh, yeah. to it all. But like <laughs> I with the protein, I usually buy. You know, it was, it was so weird with like prices started going up and all of a sudden, like I got it and it just tasted horrible, like a far cry from what it was. So I don't know if you've noticed that with any protein powder, but that's, this is just me on my soapbox, like, like complaining to you, like, Hey, protein powder, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, at the end of the day, protein powder and any type of protein bars have a funny aftertaste, at least to me. They all yeah, have- no, it's it's true, and I, I shake. Yeah, it's like they always do. It's like it can never, you can never get rid of that chemically thing yeah. going on. For me, it's just a matter of finding one I can tolerate and find enjoyment in. But generally, I I try to eat my protein sources. You know, like chicken, eggs, Clean. Greek yogurt. I'd rather eat than drink a protein shake. So that's the strategy for me. Do you put your Greek yogurt in anything? Or you just go plain with it, like put berries or something in it. Berries, granola. Okay. It's a very basic question, but I feel like yeah. anybody, whenever I've tried Greek yogurt, uh, you know, you always get the, like that weird soury Greek yogurt thing. And you're yeah, like, oh, I just I... know this is healthy, you know? 
Buy uh, yeah. buy two percent or greater. Don't buy the zero percent. That stuff. I bought the zero. No, I did that. I screwed up one time. I bought the zero percent. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. It's, so it's bad. You knew there was some kind of like artificial, like creamy thing, creamy substance in there to like give it the vibe of being creamy. Yeah. And it was, it was awful. It was awful. I never tried anything <laughs> worse in my life. Like, I, just yeah. So. Yeah. No, I'll take your word for it, but that was was horrible. Yeah.